Thank you for listening to the Lunch Pail Guys podcast. If you enjoy the show and want to support us, the best ways are to leave a five-star review and subscribe on your favorite platform and follow us on Twitter or Instagram at lunchpailguys underscore. Welcome back to the second episode of the week of the Lunch Pail Guys podcast. We're still without Aiden, but I am joined by Bart, Lucas, and Wyatt. This is the voice of Jared right now. The Lakers have hired their next head coach. His name is Darvin Ham. Wyatt, has Darvin just entered an unwinnable situation here? And is the is this Lakers job even desirable at this point? Unwinnable, no. Anytime you walk into a season with LeBron James and Anthony Davis, both healthy, you have a chance of lead, being the leading favorite, if not one of the favorites, to win a championship that year. However, I will agree that the job is not very desirable. Outside of Anthony Davis and LeBron James, the roster needs a complete and total overhaul. <clears throat> if you want some insight on a Darvin Hand scheme, look up Hoops Tonight on your favorite podcast platform. He does an, an awesome breakdown of the schemes that Ham will bring over from Milwaukee. Uh, to kind of sum it up, they're really going to need a plethora of wing defenders, and it's something that they forfeited when they acquired Russell Westbrook, whom they refuse to move since it'll cost them like an additional asset, like the rights to some seventh grader that they're going to be named sometime down the road. <laughs> The only saving grace for the Lakers right now is that they didn't opt to hire somebody who was like tightly tied to the Lakers organization like they did with Luke Walton, Magic Johnson, and currently Rob Palenka. They're also going to let Ham pick his own coaching staff, which feels like a surprise revelation because shouldn't every coach pick their own coaching staff? <laughs> but Lakers have been a, a pretty middling franchise as far as like they they were in on Vogel's uh, coaching staff as well. So Ham being a first-time head coach, I feel like that's progressive. Um, we've seen a lot of success from former players turned coaches like Steve Kerr, Monty Williams, M.A. Doka from the Boston Celtics. Um, so, I mean, there is there is hope at the light. You know, there's light at the end of the tunnel. But if you just think of, like, the front Lakers front office actually building something, it feels like they're operating way more emotionally and with their ego from a team building responsibility instead of using logic there. And the Russell Westbrook move or lack of moves is going to be the biggest, you know, thing that ham is going to have to overcome. If that's the case, when he comes into the season next year, I'm going to take the complete opposite approach from me. I think it is a desirable job, but I don't think I think it might be uh, like approaching an unwinnable situation for them. Um, I'm mean, just in terms of unwinnability. I mean, we, we saw how they played last year. I love LeBron James to death. I will, I have, and will defend him on this podcast forever as the greatest player of all time. That being said, he's what? 38 at this point, mm-hmm. 37. He's 37 right now, but it'll be 38 next season. It's hard to win a championship with when your best player is 38. Like, regardless of anything else i think that that's true i know you said you'll be the favorite if you come in with 80 healthy what are the odds that he's actually healthy at this point i feel like going forward are like pretty low and i just think like 
aside from that, like the roster is just so poorly constructed. But on the other side of it being a desirable job, I think the Lakers job is always a desirable job. I think mm-hmm. that like it's one of those those just like sexy marquee jobs that like if you succeed there, like you're a legend forever. Like and it's just like such a place that like not only because of like if you do well there you'll be a legend, but it's easy to attract talent to come to the Lakers because they are like the premier franchise, I feel like, in the NBA. So I feel like from that standpoint too, it's a desirable job. And so like I feel even if it's like a tough situation right now to win in, I think the Lakers job is a desirable job because if they stick with him for a few years going forward, once LeBron is out the door and once AD is probably out the door too, like you can still attract talent regardless. So if he can like hang with it for the next few years, I feel like it's a pretty good position to be in. Yeah, Lucas, it's a desirable job when the Lakers operate like they're the Lakers. The the notion yeah. that they have to keep their 2027 first round pick in order to for some sort of leverage. They, <laughs> I mean, they've never been an organization that has developed stars. D'Angelo yeah. Russell, Ru- uh, Russell, Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Kyle Kuzma, Josh Hart, all guys mm-hmm. that they've drafted, all guys who are no longer on the team, and all guys that they opted to go get a superstar in Anthony Davis and to pair mm-hmm. al- alongside LeBron James. They won a championship with that model, and now mm-hmm. they're they're operating from their own ego sake. Like, oh, we can't. We can't give up this 2027 first rounder and move Russell Westbrook because that kind of means that we were wrong. Get mm-hmm. over it. And if the Lakers operated like they were the Lakers, if they wrote these checks and they said, we are a place where superstars want to play, I can agree with that. But right now it feels like the Lakers are trying to be, they're trying to to keep on, like build for the future and win championships today. They've never been an organization who's done it that way. Never like Kobe is the only homegrown star that you can think of in a long like I know there's there's Magic Johnson, but in a long time mm-hmm. that they've had were in like the, when you trade away all these assets for Anthony Davis, he is your future. So why are we why are we worried about a 2027 first rounder unless you believe you can use that to get another young star in two years? But that again, that has never been the case for Lakers. And that's why I disagree that they're desirable because like they're it's it's like this whole Lakers family thing. Like we don't we we operate like we're a mom and pop shop. <laughs> That's a really good point. I didn't even thought about that with like Kobe really being their only homegrown star of the last like thirty years. Kareem Abdul Jabbar and Shaquille O'Neal and were like the guys who are famously in Lakers jerseys. They were not drafted by the Lakers. Like they you acquire these people. You're mm-hmm. you're in the most popular city and the most popular state and the entire United States of America, you you can afford to send some stuff away. It always comes back to you. I I feel like Darvin Ham has at least he's ensured that he's going into a not terrible situation in that he is going to outlast AD's contract. He's going to obviously outlast LeBron's because it ends the season. And even if LeBron resigns, he probably won't be for another three years. I'm looking at Hoops Hype right now. There are two players that the Lakers have on the books after this season. So I feel like, I know I, I know what you're saying, Wyatt, but I feel like Darvin Ham like, recognizes the fact that he will kind of almost be able to work with the clean slate in a few years. And it might be like, it, it might work out fine because he, they will be able to right some of these wrongs. Have the Lakers demonstrated patience for that though, is my, would be my question. I think I don't know. I mean, I think hiring a, a first-time NBA head coach is is kind of a sign of things changing for them. 
like I mean they could have gone with you know one of the retreads like Terry Stotts or Atkinson or both in the mix as well right but they went with the guy who hasn't had it I think I don't know I mean I, I think that demonstrates at least a little bit of patience not to mention that, like Wyatt said, they're letting him pick his coaching staff, which I would not <laughs> yeah. blame an organization for not letting a first-time coach do. Yeah, really, I I disagree. I feel like if you hire a coach, you have to trust him. Otherwise, you're yeah. you're a babysitter. Like it just, you know. Also, Bart, if their plan is to right some of the wrongs in the next few years, then they can trade LeBron James and they can trade Anthony Davis and they can just get it over with. <laughs> we've we've why, talked about whether they should before it. <laughs> well, but like, why would you keep LeBron James around if you weren't competing to win championships? And I don't think. Well, wait. I don't minute, think that they actually would. But like, it, it feels like you're on the side of they can have their cake and eat it too. Or I am because for this next season, at least, they have AD and LeBron still in the books, and they can at least try. So you think they should run it back with Russell Westbrook? No, I mean no. I no, I've been anti Westbrook since the beginning, but that's like at this point though we're getting cost. into the front office, not the coach. Yeah, sure, we're, but I'm ta- I'm just talking about the Lakers organization as a whole. As far as Dar- Darvin Ham is concerned, I think that he's going to do a good job. I think that he comes from he obviously comes from Milwaukee. He had a short <laughs> stint in LA, so maybe I don't know. It's maybe, So you're a fan of the Milwaukee coaching staff now. They won a championship. <laughs> I mean, I look. I, I have to. You still want Budenholzer? You still want Budenholzer? Until Budenholzer has a, an absolute meltdown, <laughs> I, I can't stand on my soapbox and say that they have to fire him anymore. I'll I'll subside on that. But like they, well, I don't even remember what I was gonna say. They <laughs> they were. Um, he's clearly. I think he's gonna be a good coach, and I think that he seems like he's a smart guy. And a lot of these former players turn coaches and have a really understanding really good understanding for modern basketball like Monty Williams and Ime Doka and Darvin Ham have played at least within the last couple of years and there's a picture floating around of Darvin Ham guarding LeBron James but like these like these players have been around for a while mm-hmm. or at least they were played they were playing recently so I think that he's going to do a, a pretty decent job as far as that but I don't I mean, with the pieces they have now, Jared, this is the reason we're talking about the front office is that like the pieces right now don't give me hope that they can actually do it. To, they're going to have to get rid of some stuff or, you know, to, to get this going. Yeah. Alrighty. Let's conclude this episode with our Stadium Snacks Redux Power Ranking edition this time. It's one of our favorite segments ever. We're going to power rank the 10 best uh, Stadium Snacks Unfortunately, that, that Aiden doesn't get his opinion on in this one, but you snooze, you lose. No, I'm just joking. Lucas, um, start us off here. What's the number one um, uh, stadium food? Oh, I'm glad we've returned to the mountaintop of all uh, podcast segments and are revisiting this. It is mm-hmm. well known that it is a favorite of at least me and Wyatt of things we've ever done. So I'm bringing it back. It's a lot of pressure to have the number one pick to, uh, to crown a champion of the all-time greatest stadium stacks. But I am a new man from last time. Some things have changed. But one thing that has not changed is that I'm all about the value. And so for that reason alone, <laughs> the number one stadium snack is the chicken bucket at Yankee Stadium. We're going specific on the first one. Oh, my god! So for the low, low price of $23, and remember, I just want you to consider this. You're in New York City. 
you're at a stadium it's gonna be pretty expensive so just like set your sex set your price levels there for the 23 dollars for that amount of money you get 10 chicken strips it's a lot of them you get three to four servings of fries some free barbecue sauce and to top it all off the best part of it you get a bucket with a yankees logo on it Oh my! Oh, yeah, you can take that home then, with yeah, you. Put in the trash Where can. else could you take home oh, a bucket with the Yankees logo on it? So think about that: twenty-three dollars. You're getting a bucket with the Yankees logo on it, ten chicken strips, three to four servings of fries, <laughs> barbecue sauce, all an absolute win in my book. What Plus, is? Plus, oh, go ahead, sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. What is the bucket made out of? Is it paper? Is it like a too. popcorn like movie? <laughs> no, bucket, no, no, no. It's like it? classic. It's okay. like you know it's when like you were a kid and you went to like Halloween stuff. Okay. Um, okay okay honest question have you ever reused one of your buckets that you brought home i could though i could though and it's all about potential bart and it's all about potential um and it's, it's only off. for chicken bart i mean <laughs> yeah you can make yourself some ch- i just think it's funny that it's like a, a pro that you bring it home and then you never <laughs> use it yeah anyway so is anybody here a mastercard member do they have MasterCard? <laughs> no, because I my credit card from Capital One. Um, oh, I, you actually Master- do. I do have a Capital One credit card. Yeah, yeah. So don't look it up if people are hackers out there. I actually yeah. don't have one. Yeah, I lied. It's <laughs> not I, Capital I lied. One. I made the, that was a joke. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're both Amex guys. We we have access to that or whatever. But if you have a Mastercard and you pay with it, you get a uh, you get a little free drink with it too. Not bad. What? So that's random. Lots okay. of stuff that goes along with that. It. Actually, have... that might have sold me. I'm in on it now. Exactly. It's a chicken bucket. It's a good deal. Twenty three dollars. It's because my Capital One credit card is the worst credit card I own. I hate using that credit card. Uh, I'd rather use my anything that earns me uh, anything at all because my Capital One credit card is the first credit card I ever got, mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> it literally it's like here's a <clears throat> annual fee for. Not doing anything. I've literally I've tried to cancel it so many times, and they just keep sending me new ones. And I don't know what to do anymore. I'm stuck in their trap. But at least maybe if I can get a free soda out of it, I'll take it. It's not bad. The part Good that, value, twenty three dollars. The part that I thought was funny too was that you specified that the barbecue sauce was free. <laughs> that meaning that usually you have to pay for barbecue sauce with chicken wings. That's a sad world. That's New York for you. That is. New I can't York support the you. Yankees. I'm sorry. All I'm saying is, like, you got to put yourself in New York and consider how good a deal this is for New York. Okay, well, how is it? How good of a, of a deal is it for the person from Albuquerque? Probably not that good. Well, I mean, they're in New York, so you know, like, and you got to consider like relative amount they would be paying in the place. You know, in Albuquerque, that's five bucks for that. Well, yeah, but then we're t- in <laughs> Albuquerque, the chicken bucket would be ten dollars. So it's like it's it's irrelevant. Albuquerque is a bustling metropolis. Um, <laughs> is actually is huge. I've been to Albuquerque. There's not much going on there. <laughs> yeah. All right. Why you're Breaking gonna al- you're gonna ostracize yeah, our gonna New Mexican it. listeners? Oh, uh, our numbers will plummet without Albuquerque. <laughs> Why? What's um, number two? Dipping dots. Dang it! Mm, Hell yeah. Heck dots. yeah! You know, I think look for me then, Jared. Obviously, by your your emotional, very guttural reaction to my uh, selection, I think dipping dots are the. The greatest version of stadium ice cream ever. You eat them out of the little bowl. They're not going to drip all over you. Uh, they're easy to eat. They kind of just like melt away right away. Uh, mm-hmm. They're pretty cheap. Uh, dipping dots are everywhere. But I, I, I associate them with baseball. I think we talked about this last time. I, I think baseball 
as the best stadium snacks. Yeah. You know, if you look between all the cheating and the bat flipping, you can kind of <laughs> see a couple gems in there and you get a couple dipping dots out of it. I think dipping dots are fantastic. I've never seen them sold commercially, but when I see them in a stadium, I'm walking away with some dipping dots. I, I had them ranked at one, and a big part of that is the rarity, like you said. Yeah. yeah. I don't know where else it's you find them. It's been a while since I've had some dipping dots. Too. I wonder, do they still exist? Yeah, that's a good game. point, actually. Do they? We'll see. Dude, Dippin' Dots have been around since 1988. Oh, wow. They'll never go away. Longevity. Bart was number three. <laughs> oh, man. The thought of eating cockroach Dippin' Dots is nasty. Why? Thank you for that. Yeah. I'm keeping the sweet tooth theme going. In fact, I'm keeping the ice cream theme going, and I'm just going to go oh, with the classic so ice cream and a helmet, soft serve ice cream and a helmet. I think it's just so adorable. <laughs> I mean, it's I I'm a sucker mm-hmm. for the sweeter snacks. So that's why I, I would have said Dippin' Dots here if it was available. And the fact that you get to eat it out of a helmet and not out of like, I don't know, let's say a bucket, for instance, or uh, <laughs> off, of, <laughs> off of a bowl. I just think it's a door. It's a, and it's like why I was just saying baseball has some of the most iconic snacks. And this is like a distinctly baseball thing. Right. So I, I, I think I'm going to go with that. Like if if this wasn't really a thing and it was just soft serve ice cream, I would still consider taking it at three. But I think the, the um, helmet puts it over the top. I got the number okay. four pick. Oh, they do. They do sell dipping dots, by the way. Good. Seventy bucks for a for a good to know. Bag. It hasn't. Died. I mean, I don't. It doesn't can say that they're sold delivery? at a store, but if I'm on dippingdots.com, I can order it. They also sell merchandise. Yeah. They sell melatonin gummies. Your online <laughs> order. <laughs> this this is like the most random merchandise store I've ever seen. Yeah. What the heck? It's melatonin gummies, socks, hand soap, <laughs> face masks iPhones and cereal and some t-shirts. I was going to say, there was like kind of like a nighttime theme there for a bit, but it kind of fell away as we went through. So, stop. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Go ahead, Jared. I got the number four pick. If you say pick. hot dogs, I'm going to hit you. I'm saying hot dogs. It's just a classic. <laughs> it's a classic of the ballpark. Yep. And again, uh, I'm thinking so baseball. Good. Honestly, I don't eat food when I go to a stadium. I eat after or before. But if I am going to get something, it's a hot dog for sure. It's, it's so just rich. it's a classic staple. No, it's not. It's overrated. No, it's not. I, so yeah, are you kidding? I think look, hot dogs. I know it's not a stadium, but last time I went golfing, <laughs> coming off the going to the back Completely nine. Different. No, I mean it's a sport. It's a sport food. It's a great sport food. There was a brewery and they had hot dogs, and it was like the best. It was the best, like one of the best hot dogs I've ever had, uh, and I just think that hot dogs are like a classic. Just sport food, absolutely. Like, I mean, they're like it, it's they're it's just so hard too. to mess up. So yeah, it's, it's summer food. Man, there's good vibes around hot dogs. Yeah, you can't you vibes. can't knock them. All right, you Lucas, I disagree. They're overrated. It's like it's when something becomes so much of a staple that like it's not worth it anymore. Like I feel like that's how I feel like with the hot dog. <clears throat> wow, three it's to like one. Like milk, I'm gonna say. It's, it'll yeah. always live on. Overruled. Or vanilla ice cream. Though I do love vanilla ice cream. But okay, see, so you're in, already, the, in the greater you're cultural sense of the word. Um, what about five though, Lucas? Let's see what you let's see what you got here. Talking some big game about hot dogs. What you got here <laughs> it's five? uh, it's a, it's a fountain cup soda. Come on, you had to know this was coming back. Uh, <laughs> it is all about the, the twelve dollar soda. It's not yeah, twelve dollars. With the take home cup, we established <laughs> this last cup. episode. Seven dollars. 
probably gone up since I put, I'd yeah, put last water, about yeah you're right we have had a bit of inflation recently it was two um, years ago the, yeah that's true <laughs> the, yeah the rate inflation's going it's been like eight percent this year 70 bucks exactly okay so okay eight dollars we'll, we'll say eight dollars you get to take a cup home with you i'd put water in that cup i'd pay ten dollars for that cup so if i get it for eight dollars it's a good deal fountain cup soda it's a classic you would pay ten dollars for, for that cup i'd pay ten dollars for that cup wow <laughs> yeah i think that's a fair price for that cup i agree with lucas i think so too thank you so i get a discount and i get a drink jared Can't imagine imagine getting a, a lemonade out of that cup yeah jared's a big lemonade dude yeah jared ranked lemonade pretty high in our last episode yeah I got it. I got lemonade it in the back novelty pocket. cup. Yeah, but imagine getting lemonade out of a free cup instead. <laughs> <laughs> That's more refreshing to paper me. cup that you throw away later. Yeah, it's not environmentally friendly. That's fair. Yeah. Lucas, how many novelty cups do you have from like a stadium? Uh, in my house currently, yeah, zero, zero. zero. See, <laughs> come on now, come on. Uh, um, do you have any buckets in your house right now? <laughs> No, well. but it, this is all about the theory of it, Wyatt. <laughs> <laughs> it's about theory and value. In theory, I could furnish my home by just buying stadium snacks, and so I would. <laughs> Think of that if you got if you got stadium tickets. That'll be my next tickets. phase of my life. Yeah. When I, next time I move, I'm gonna I'm gonna just get rid of the plates and I'm in the bowls and I'm just gonna go for <laughs> helmet buckets uh, and novelty soda cups. Yeah. Be Listen. It. If you like got season tickets to a uh, um to a like a baseball team, like the, you know, pick your favorite baseball team of choice. You could probably like furnish I'm telling you, like straight up, like furnish your home with all the free giveaways they have. <laughs> and stuff like that. At baseball. I don't know Sell if they shirts, give away couches. Just get the shirt cannon. Okay. No no no, we'll see. Yeah, shirt <laughs> cannon, great. <laughs> Wyatt, what's number all six? Right. I'm going to go with the really big single slices of pepperoni pizza. And they might be greasy, but there's something to me about one of those super hot pieces of pizza. And they have to be really big. They have to be like as big as your face. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's something about the Parmesan cheese that they give you or that you get with it that I think is super underrated. I, like, I feel like I could just rank the Parmesan cheese here. But obviously, <laughs> the pizza is a vessel for the Parmesan cheese. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's salty. The whole pizza salty. You know, it's like perfectly temped. It's not like oh, you have to do that like the couple like like breath. You know, breathing in type of a uh, breath. All that you're just eating like the most delicious, perfectly temped piece of pizza you've ever had, and you don't even feel bad about it. That's the best part about it is that you just you're living free already. Maybe you had a beer or two, but yeah, mm-hmm. slab of pizza. Okay. No better way to be. Pizza, beer. How are you a pizza fan but not a hot dog fan? How is like pizza not being too classic? What? Because pizza's good. Oh my goodness. (laughs) I don't know. Wow. Okay, I'm 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 knocking hot dogs to like an extent that I don't intend to. But pizza's just like better than a hot dog. I don't think anybody disagrees with that. Do you rank a bratwurst higher than a hot dog? Yeah, a brat's better. (laughs) There's more meat to it. Okay. Foreshadowing. Uh, Is that seven right here, Bart? What is that? That's seven. Okay. I was going to say, I'm going to kind of cheat because it's like kind of like a hot dog. I just want to call out <laughs> sausages in general. Um, bratwurst. I want to thank the Brewers. The Brewers have famous Polish sausages specifically. Shout out to any baseball stadium or any stadium, excuse me, that serves kielbasa. I just think, yeah, I 
I don't know if I would say personally that I like them more than hot dogs. I probably like them more than hot dogs, actually. Yeah, especially because it seems more fitting to, to j- dress them up with all sorts of weirder uh, veggies and sides more than hot dogs. In my mind, mm. I eat hot dogs plain, but I'm also weird. So anyway, I digress. Uh, okay. Yeah, we. in my mind, though, these are very similar to hot dogs. So I, I kind of feel like I'm cheating, but I still want to call it out specifically because you can get all these random, cool, like different styles of sausages, whereas every hot dog is kind of just the same kind of meat <laughs> and goodness knows what they put in it yeah <laughs> that's See, that's, you don't eat hot dogs it, with, with ketchup or mustard i am not huge on condiments if i can be entirely honest with you interesting so no i don't that actually interesting and like now i've exposed my weirdest like quirk to everybody <laughs> it's not weird because i do it too so if two so of you four get, people on the podcast you know you guys get burgers with like no sauce like, no know, like a like nothing. like a like a like what a big like a thousand island dressing or something on that but i'm not a big like like ketchup or mustard type guy you yeah know? i don't know yeah, like, oh, like sometimes restaurants put like for their like weirder burgers they put sauce on and i eat it but like a cheeseburger that's literally just the the bun the meat and the cheese is like super that's fuego to me dry. as well i'm the wow. yeah, i'm the entirely the opposite me. a good burger for me has good sauce so yeah I mean, like, I'll go with, like, a, a garlic aioli or something like that. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Bougie. You feel a little crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I'm going wild a little bit. All right, Jared. <laughs> uh, number eight here. I'm going to go with nachos, actually. I feel like the mm, only yes. time I eat nachos is either at a bar or at a stadium. And they usually put something, depending on, like, the region, they might put something crazy on there, too, wherever you are, so... And a, a good, like, just thing of nachos with that little tray, with that nice tray and everything, some jalapenos on there, other stuff. It's really good. Some basic, like, ground beef. Huh. So good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, that's good. I'm too. surprised to hear you say you don't eat them elsewhere. Yeah, I don't honestly. Because, like, you should. The only thing, I mean, I guess it's not really that hard to take. Like, people don't really make nachos at home that much, do they? Oh, I don't know. Growing up, I feel like my mom made nachos. Like we we did too, but oh, we like, we had nachos all the time when we were kids. But like not anymore yeah. though. <laughs> but I also <laughs> yeah, I, I also Jared, I agree with this. If you go to a restaurant, like you go to like a Mexican restaurant, mm-hmm. or you go to Taco Bell or something, and it's like I could get the enchilada burrito or nachos. The nachos just don't feel like the value there. Like it, yeah. it feels like mm, you'd rather value. get an enchilada out of it. So. Yeah. I, I can agree. It's like I don't I don't go seeking nachos. And maybe I'm missing out on some good nachos. I agree. Like yeah. maybe maybe it's a it's a way of thinking. <laughs> Although it can't be like the it can't be like the, the, the sad nachos which are like there's chips and then like a cup of cheese. Yeah, like that's, that's gross. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's mm-hmm. gross. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just shredded cheese, I know that's some some people might nacho enthusiasts might be mad at me. I like the queso. <laughs> I want the droopy cheese. Me too. But if it's just shredded cheese, then it's not really for me. Unless it's a lot of it. Yeah. <clears throat> Hot nacho take. Ah, as opposed to cold nachos. <laughs> <laughs> Lucas, number nine. Um, This one's not as value, but it's just... I feel like I'm, I'm surprised that it hasn't picked so far. You know, when we do our rankings, it's always like there's something that should have been picked but then doesn't end up getting picked because nobody wants to. And it's soft pretzels here. Oh, dang mm. it. I was going to pick no. pretzels. Deservedly yeah, so. Yeah, they're, they're, it's, at, it's at its spot for me. Nine's fine. Yeah, soft pretzels are really good. They, um, like it hits the spot nicely on like a cold day. It's got the nice mix of a... You know, on some, a cold like, day? Yeah. Or just whenever. 
Um, like if but, it's heated up, that makes sense. Heated up the, the the big old Amish pretzels mm. that they got at a Notre Dame stadium and stuff like that can't be beaten. It's nice to mix like salty, warm. I feel like it just like hits the spot. You get a little nacho cheese with it. You get that addition to it as well. So overall, I think soft pretzels just like an excellent stadium stack and probably should have been top five before we unreal. But <laughs> no, nah, I don't know. I I do associate it with a ballpark, but it's definitely not one of my first choices. Okay. I associate with... oh, the pretzel like the single twist pretzel, not the not the whole thing, like a Why like not? just like a stick, like a pretzel stick. I, I associate that with mm-hmm. stadiums. Yeah. Mm. But the cheese is good. They always use really good salt, like the like mm-hmm. thick. Oh, see, salt. I was gonna say my problem with pretzels is that I've had some that are terrible because they are excessively salted, uh, or yeah, just like flaky or something. And, and I so like it salt, really. So. They seem to have more variance than other foods. Yeah. Hard to do right. <laughs> Apparently. All right, Wyatt, round it, round it off. You know, all of my my top picks, like I, I was hoping pretzel would slide here. Lemonade would find its way in, something like that. And I'd be able to take pretzel here. <clears throat> I'm going with lobster tail, I think. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm going to go with a churro. I just oh. think that... Mm. You know, I think churros is just a fun food, and you know, I always get it when I'm out Disneyland or something like that. As I go to Disneyland so often, <laughs> uh, but God, I feel like all my gems were t- like nachos, pretzel, and hot dog mm. were the three that I was banking on later and later in my picks. So I'm just gonna go with the churro. Let's just let's just wrap it up there. That's a good one. Churros are cool. Yeah. Honestly, I would eat everything that's on the list. It Definitely. was either that or it was waffle cone ice cream, but we already kind of did. We, we talked did a lot about of ice, ice cream, so I was willing to pass on it. As, as ice cream served and however it comes, I'll just take it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. that's, the, that's the general consensus is I don't care what you put it in. <laughs> put it in a bucket. Yeah, put it Yankees. in a bucket with the Yankees logo. <laughs> exactly. And I'll let it melt. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> Take it home, wrap it up, use it forever, listen to this podcast forever, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, you'll be able to see us again next week and the week after that and the week after that. The value is there. We really appreciate you guys listening. Aiden, we miss you, bud. Please come home. Uh, We'll see you guys next week. (laughs)